Hello, welcome. This is Akhila. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast, Little Sweet, Little Sour. If you ever ask me to summarize the emotional ride that we go through in life, I possibly sum it up as Little Sweet, Little Sour. Through this podcast, I wanted to pick up those small things in life and discuss with you because they say a little perspective has never hurt anybody. So here we go. Particularly today, I wanted to speak to you about something that's very, very, very close to my heart and you will know what it is and why it is so close to my heart. Well, but before we get started, I wanted to ask you a few questions, all right? So be patient, stay with me. The first, um, I want you to go down the memory lane and tell me if you've ever done this, right? Have you ever asked your mom for a dish and walked into the kitchen at least four times before it was actually done? Uh, it could be any dish, right? As simple as making a chai, but then, um, you know, while the dish was making, maybe you'd first go to see if she's actually started to make it. Uh, a little later, you want to go and see if the process is in progress or she was just fooling you. Especially those last 10 minutes before the dish is about to be finished, you'd want to go and check if it is over yet because you can't wait to get your hands on it. You know what I mean? Have you ever done that? Well, if not, have you ever ordered a dessert in a restaurant and while you're waiting for your order to be served you drooled over others orders in you know adjacent tables or just added to your order because you found something else so yummy so appealing and just so tempting did you do that did you ever visualize a dish and wanted to eat it and then went behind it, made it happen and ate it. I mean, as simple as maybe a roti and a curry, um, you wanted to have it, there was a craving, you didn't have enough material at home, you go to the market, you try and buy it, people aren't selling that thing that particular day, you get frustrated, you hunt down all the restaurants to ensure you find it and then you sit down, eat and enjoy that dish. Have you done that? Does that sound familiar? Well, did you go back? Did you ever go back to that one particular restaurant, eatery or a cafe for that just one dish multiple times for weeks together, months together, years together, because you think that dish at that particular place is out of this world? Does this sound familiar? Well, if not, or alongside all of this, did you ever realize that you give out a billion dollar smile after that first bite of your favorite dish? If you have said yes and nodded along, my friend, you and I know that you are a foodie just like me, right? And if you're a foodie, you know how the full wide world tries and makes you feel guilty about it, as if you're doing something wrong, as if falling in love with food was a big mistake ever. Do you feel like it? it's almost a war every day to survive and still enjoy your food? Well, if you're there, then trust me, I get it. And if you aren't, if you're on the other side of the table who make us feel so guilty, then hang on because we're trying to explore together as to why are we the way that we are, especially with food. Why are we in so much love with it? You know, honestly speaking, the scrutiny we have these days is like never before. And the whole social media doesn't 
help. It just makes it worse, isn't it? Suddenly, everything that was always served in abundance since your childhood becomes um, portioned, becomes scrutinized, is looked at as calories, carbs, proteins, and whatnot. So I had to decode the story to see whose fault is it. I mean, is being foodie a really bad thing? Did you do that to yourself? Did somebody else do it? Is it a mistake? How did it happen? It has to be, I mean, if it's such a strong love story, it should have a story to it, right? So here we are. Today, we'll try and dissect, dive, discover what was our love story with food. How did we end up here? Like, well, that's for my foodie friends. But if you aren't one, then hear our heart cry out loud and tell you why we do what we do. All right. Well, then I had to go into the flashback, right? And then call back my first memory with food. Well, the first thing I can remember is I was always forced to have food. For some reason, I was one of those children who hate food, who'd always run away from food. And everybody around me had to really force me, convince me, uh, pamper me so I can eat the food. I'd assume this was around my second, third standard, if I meant wrong. But then before that, I don't think I have a memory of it. But then you know, you know, when you were an infant, you see the mothers around these days, they're obsessed with baby's food. Like the only topic, the only big worry that they have is what did the baby eat? What did the baby did not eat? How much did the baby eat? How much did the baby not eat? Etc. Etc. To the extent that if you're in an Indian setup, uh, one of the first ceremonies that's done for a baby is feeding food and it's a big deal right so I think the story kind of starts there but then I don't have any fresh or recorded memories of it I'm assuming uh, it was done with me as well but then let's move on right you grow up to start going to school you're in second or third standard you're really um, taunted for not eating food you're forced to eat food uh, you remember your mom saying Dabba khali bita, which means the box should never come home empty you should have eaten what's given to you well fair enough we must have done that while in your growing years you'd realize that food then suddenly becomes a token of love you know, becomes a gift. For example, if you go to your mom's um, friends' places, aunts' places, they would make your favorite food as a gesture of love. They want you to know that they love you and hence feed you. Just think about the relatives, right? doesn't matter if you go to a relative's place or if you have your relatives come to yours. The primary thing that changes in the whole setup is the food. Something special is made. Something nice is made. Something that people like is cooked and enjoyed. Somewhere in your school uh, years, you'd also um, have noticed and realized that food becomes somehow integral part of all gatherings. Doesn't matter uh, what kind of gathering that is but there's always food now I then thought that is fair enough if you really like food you'd also agree with me that the most part of liking is also towards sweet so I had to focus on sweet a little and then I realized how did it get introduced right I think it all started as a token of celebration anything good happens in the family in your family in your neighbor's family in your relatives family doesn't matter where anything good happens you celebrate with a sweet I think the story with your sweet started from there. In fact, if you have noticed in Indian setup of food, if you go to a celebration like a marriage and you're being served food, sweet always comes either at right at the beginning or right at the end. It has a special place. It's not just another thing. It It is placed at an 
position of importance i believe well that is how maybe it started then i remember in my later school like your high school right chocolates start to become rewards or a token of love um you go to see somebody you take chocolate somebody comes to see you they get chocolates for you you go to holidays you carry some sweet in fact even if you were to go to a picnic to spend a couple of hours in a park you'd pack some deep fried stuff some sweet um, all of it is pretty much you know a part of your life you're made to realize that um this is a part of the culture this is a part of the celebration especially homemade sweets right if it is made from scratch most of the sweets if you've realized are deep fried and then they are really really enjoyed and they were a token of love with great difficulty if you've crossed your school now you've entered your teens somehow their self realization that hey i should watch my food i should watch my figure i should see how toned my body is etc etc that phase is a little confusing honestly because you don't want to eat because for some reason you believe that if you eat you'd um spoil the image that you have but then your parents are behind you saying hey you can't diet like you know you have to socialize with food um you know if you if you tend to pick a little healthier choices your taunter saying hey not so early come on you don't need it you can afford to eat all the sweet all the good stuff all the fried stuff all of that now between teens to early 20s late 20s or whenever you have put on a few cages on your body honestly i have no clue when that transition happens but all of a sudden that transition happens and you put on weight or people start to see that you really enjoy your food you know what happens then suddenly the entire world tends to go on reverse gear i'm not kidding i mean i feel like it happened to me just overnight just like that right um all of a sudden any gathering such you go to any college um you know fest that you go to even for that matter if you are going to your workplace you're always advised about food you know you're always you're you're made conscious about what you're picking what you're eating what you're liking you know um in fact even at home your your parents your siblings or your relatives for that matter check twice before giving you sweet or start giving you these advices of hey why don't you try this diet you know what this combination really works or this kind of food is more fat burning supposed to be wow you know over the years while you're going through this process i think you build a conscious fear um not so loving emotion towards food and then suddenly before you know everything that you've ever loved desserts snacks even the normal food the staple food that you used to really enjoy at home is become an enemy it's not good for you anymore it's not something that you should eat anymore um, you know you 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 tend to go into the cycle of you have no choice but to have a diet you'd have tried all the diets um you'd in fact be on a diet perpetually your only goal in life will be to lose weight and somehow you don't know why so here's my question do you really have to beat yourself for loving the food that you somehow meant to right in so many years if you were put in situations constantly and consistently to fall in love with your food it's natural that a few of us do fall right now once you fall in love it's very difficult to get back you all know about it isn't it well now that the fact of the matter is that we love our food that's on the table right i'd actually go out there and say 
honestly if you like your food then you like your food i don't think there should be any shame about it a sudden shift isn't possible isn't it well forget about your body weight but i think most of us carry a greater weight in our minds of losing the weight of pleasing everybody of trying different diets of doing anything that it takes to break your heart with love and somehow move away from it well i think i get it because i've been there then how do we solve this honestly speaking i don't think i have a solution and we i don't think this is the only way we fall in love there could be 100 other reasons but this could be one of them now that you've fallen in love and you really like your food i think honestly if you ask me everybody who's in love with food i think is really really blessed to be in love with food now that being said is it okay to toss our health at the cost of just loving our food maybe not so here's what i am doing and i thought i should share with you i think i still want to love my food it's just that i'm trying to build a new love called exercise or workout i'm trying to invest in a new relationship versus uh closing doors on an existing relationship i think i'm slowly but steadily experimenting on healthier options to ensure what is on my plate still looks the same you know i have decided that i want to take time and not beat myself as much and i can tell you a million other things that i've tried i've failed at i've worked out but that's not the point isn't it well on that note i'd want to say please continue to respect your food continue to love your food be thankful that you have it on your table and hey do not forget that billion dollar smile on your face at the first bite of your favorite dish trust me it's all worth it well thank you so much for listening into my podcast if you're a foodie and you could relate to what i was saying and was nodding all along leave me a note and if you aren't and you have a different point of your perspective feel free to share that's what we are here for right you can find me on instagram as akhila mari a k h i l a m a a r i well that was little sweet little sour for you today until next time i hope you keep enjoying the ride of life with loads of love Bye bye